care peeps this is heather kate spiritual coach for the creative soul with peacockandpaisley.com and i'm here today to talk about um not getting hung up on the fence get off the fence with that narcissist get off the fence from an abuser don't leave your heart stuck there this is wednesday wisdom for you and i am thinking of some clients of mine that i absolutely love really wonderful people, kind, caring, perceptive, hardworking, dedicated, loyal, and they will go the extra mile for anybody. They can, they're perceptive. They can see what's happening to and for somebody else and they want to help them. So one of the ways they get stuck continuing a connection with an abuser, even though they're divorced or they've separated ways in whatever form is that, um, you know, they, they try to help people. And unfortunately, some people, you, you have to save yourself first and let those other people do what they need to do. Um, and when you're in a, a difficult situation um, with somebody, you know, if you've gotten away from somebody who's a violent abuser, um, you, you first of all, you pretty much know that anybody else that's gonna be with them is gonna get hurt. Uh, and you may feel for those people, but at the same time, you've really got to look out for yourself first. And um, one of the tools in doing that is to daily practice your spiritual grooming. And if there's nothing else that you can do, make sure you do cord cutting. And um, there's, go to my website, peacockandpaisley.com and go to the search bar and type in cord and you'll, you'll find um, an explanation of it and also a guided meditation video. Um, it's really simple. You can do it in just a couple of seconds. Um, but, you know, usually it's a little bit better to take a little bit longer and be really thorough. Um, but it's really, it's really crucial. It's really important. And even though, you know, sometimes our hearts are still connected to, you know, we still love the person, you know, that did things that were really wrong to us, but it's really imp important to, to honor yourself and let go of everything that has, that continues to traumatize you. And a narcissist will always keep going. They are like the energizer bunny of evil. They will just keep going and going and going. Um, so the, the only thing that's good for you in a situation like this is to just let go of it. Um, you can love them still. This gets a little complicated, but you can you can, you can fine tune your your psychic and spiritual perception of what you're doing with this. You can love them, but you don't have to be involved with them um and it gets tricky if you have kids and you you know young kids and you're like co or parallel parenting however you want to describe it but it's really important to keep your eye on the prize which is you and in this case if you have kids you and your kids your kids need you and um you know if you're trying to rescue somebody else that's incredibly admirable but it's you've got to do it in a way that's going to be good for you, which probably means not rescuing them. Um, I know other people have a different opinion on that, but if you're in a position where you're really just starting this process, um, and if you are noticing that um, 
your ex has is you know is causing problems um uh you've, you've got to you've got to keep your eye on the price okay so what are some of those problems that i'm being vague about um some of them can be as obvious you know the obvious ones are easier to to sort of rationalize understand and deal with um but some of the um the trickier things are subtle and relatively unseen um and those are spiritual attack spiritual attack happens with verbal abuse with physical abuse but then there's also the like completely invisible spiritual attack you know something that can give you um like a physical headache it can put you into a bad mood that you know isn't really yours um can cause you physical um illness um you know you might want to call it a curse this is it's it's sort of like cursing um things can go wrong for you in your life that should have been perfectly fine um there are a variety of things and you just have to be open eyed about it be rational you know look for the obvious other um answers but some these things do exist um this is part of what i help people with and it's the scary shit, honestly um and but it is it is possible for an everyday nice good person to learn spiritual self-defense there are psychic tools for protecting yourself and your children your pets your home your job your vehicles everything um and it's 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 help, very helpful to learn them some of these tools are super simple super simple um and they're all natural there's you know you don't need drugs you can you don't need um <laughs> you don't need tools that you have to carry around with you but you do want to wear psychic armor you want to wear spiritual protective armor um and learning how to do that is is part of what you can learn in my course and part of what you can learn with private coaching with me um and it's really a it's it's vital that you do this um i love the people that i work with and I encourage, part of what I do is encourage them to continue being that loving, kind, perceptive, caring person while at the same time learning to honor themselves and protect and care for themselves. Um, which can sound easy, but a lot of times if you've been trained from childhood, like if you had narcissistic parents or other family members, if you've been trained to be a servant in a sense, in more senses than one to them then it really is important to um reframe and relearn so that you can you know understand what's been happening and learn how to change that for yourself because it is totally possible to do so many people stay stuck in or feel like they are stuck in and they are stuck until they figure out what's going on and they change it but um in patterns and um you know always thinking about the abuser feeling bad about themselves um attracting you know unhealthy relationships um 
but you can change that and you don't have to go through a billion years of therapy to do it. You can change it by understanding spiritual principles um, and how some of these things work and then applying very simple tools. It takes practice. It takes some coaching so that you understand what you're doing and how it's working and not working. But it's like, you know, in a sense, like learning how to ride a bike. Um, and kind of like once you get it, once you learn how to do it, it's it's much easier to pick up where you've left off and to keep doing it. Um, and then it just seems like second nature. And if for some reason you stop doing it, you can actually pick it back up again and kind of like muscle memory, it will come back to you. And there may very well be parts of you that actually remember how to do this from previous lifetimes um, where you, you know, had skills and abilities that in a sense are still within you and you still have access to them. You just have to learn how to access them. Um, so uh, tell me in the comments uh, what you are um, working on, what some of your um, insights have been um, and how things are going in your life. Um, have you ever tried mudras? They're, they're hand gestures. Like if you, this is a mudra. Um, this is a mudra. Um, if you've seen any of the, some of the old icons of um, Christ and Buddha, um, they're both doing the same hand gesture um, like this. They're doing all sorts of different ones, but they're those are mudras and they're very simple, easy, non-toxic, totally holistic healing tools. Um, and you can actually take that as a separate course on my website also. Um, I just talked with someone today who's using them really successfully um, in a, a tough living situation. She's actually, um, she's left an abuser and she's moved back into a family um, home where things are a little bit challenging um so she's realizing where some of her stuff is coming from um some of her issues um and she's using the um the mudras to help control her energy and as you do that you start to realize you know what is your energy what's your personal feeling what are, what's your experience versus what is somebody else's that if you're an empath you may be absorbing it and then therefore experiencing it um but you can control that and then if it's not what the other person is experiencing but what they're trying to force into you you can learn how to stop that um so if you're an empath um you know these are incredibly um helpful tools even if you're not an empath but everybody has intuition everybody has some level of empathy or, or empathicness and um, being an empath means that you can experience other people's feelings, both emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. Um, and if you're not aware of that, it can be, it can come as a real surprise. It can be, it can be challenging. Um, one of the first things that made me realize I really needed to learn what the heck was going on with me was, um, when I went to console, um, a relative whose brother had died tragically suddenly like really out of the blue he was young and he had a massive heart attack and just died um and for i you know and i i we were not close but i felt for um his brother and his wife and i went to go visit them and console them and i ended up being overcome with grief 
and they were so kind, you know, consoling me. I was crying and it really, um, I was mortified because of course that was not what I'd gone there to do. I'd gone there to help them, um, you know, just to be supportive and, and kind. And I felt like I ended up taking, you know, their time and energy that they needed for themselves. So I left that thinking, okay, that's not how I personally felt about it, but I was definitely experiencing that. What was it? And then I learned like that that's can be part of being an empath. The key to that is learning how to control it, learning how to control what you take in, realizing what's your own and what is somebody else's. And, um, and then, you know, then it's much easier to figure out how to act on it. Um, and of course you don't have to be sort of, um, run through the mill by somebody else's, um, by experiencing somebody else's emotions. When you're an empath and you don't know how to do these things, I think it, you know, it can make it even more difficult to, um, stop someone from manipulating you spiritually and emotionally. And narcissists are experts at doing that, partly because, um, they're not just operating on their own. They have spiritual beings that are helping them to do this. Um, now at the same time, the ones that are really smart, um, also are, you know, nar narcissists are very observant. Um, and you can think about it as, um, they are not able to access joy on their own. They're not able to access positive energy. So they have to suck it out of somebody else, just like a vampire does. Um, and, um, they like people that have juicy joy energy and that's, those are, you know, those can, those tend to be empaths. So if you're already open because you don't know how to close off your spiritual system, then that leaves you extra vulnerable to a narcissist who can come along and just absolutely, you know, sink their teeth into you and then suck this out of you. You can feel it happening but you can stop it. You can control the energy that you give out and, um, and still, you know, maintain if you need to a, a working relationship with that person. Um, so these are some of the, um, the skills that I teach people. And I would love to hear about your personal experiences, um, as an empath or with a narcissist and, and how your energy flow goes. Um, and if, um, and if during the process of leaving a narcissist or afterwards, you have found yourself in that same kind of a situation where you really feel for the people who are vulnerable to that narcissist and you want to help them, um, tell me a little bit about it. Um, tell me in the comments or tell me in a, um, if you're finding this on the, the podcast, you can leave me a, um, a voice message and I can either, you know, let me know if you want to keep it private or if I can put it into the podcast and I'll answer things for you. Um, you can also contact me on my website at peacockandpaisley.com slash contact. So I look forward to talking with you. Peace, everybody. Hey, this is Heather. I really hope you'll donate and help me bring healing and hope to people who really, really need it. Thanks. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Leave me a message, ask a question, and I'm happy to answer it in the podcast. You can tell me if you want to stay private or if you want me to actually publish the voicemail that you leave. Click the link.